jam! Hello everyone and welcome back to this episode. It is not filled with anything of Monday Night Magic. Clues is dying slowly. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. It's, it's currently 400 degrees in Clues' apartment and he is coping is. with insanity. So don't mind him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm Chewy. He is. There's, Chewy. there's Squee right there. 696 is a big number and palindromic. It is. It's, a, it's our biggest palindrome it. yet. It's good times. And then, you know, Clues, he's over there. That's Hey, that's I'm coping. over here sweating. Is it, is it to the oldies? No, it's just to, I mean, I'm old, but. Sweating like an oldie? <laughs> just to being hot. So damned hot. Ooh. So hot. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that's hot. Mm, I don't think that's right. In fact, that's not right. That's not right. That boy ain't oh. right. That boy ain't right. Yeah. So. Of our many goals today, we are going to try to catch up on the last few weeks of Magic News and also trying to finish the show before Clues actually melts as if he'd looked in the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? I shouldn't open that box. No, no. Huh, okay. That's why there's a little note that says on it, do not open unless Nazi. Yeah. So you take care of that problem. Also, you should not get a French guy to do a, a, what did he call it? A Jewish ritual. There's a lot weird with that movie. I love that movie. I just recently (laughs) rewatched Raiders and Last Crusade, and that's it. Not fooling with the other two. That's fair. That's probably a good move. Because I do like Crystal Skulls more than uh, most people, but... I don't need to watch it again. That's also fair. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, magic news. There's, weirdly... So we, we took two weeks off again because nothing was happening. And, weirdly enough, still not much happened up until yeah. what would have been between the last week's episode and this week's episode. So We just <gasps> didn't want things to pile up longer than they already were. So here we are with yeah. some magic news. So to start things off, whoop, there's a BNR update today. Yes, there is. They this time. So last time we we did a show was when there was a BNR update, and it just happened that morning. They were like, "Bam, there it is," and we went, "What?" And then so this time, I think on Friday, I think it was Friday. They went, "Oh, by the way, there's a BNR update on Monday. It's historic." K K, yeah, that mm-hmm. that thing that they said that they weren't going to do, they did that thing. Well, except instead of giving us a week this time, they were just—it was like a heads up. It was like your buddy going, "Hey, just so you know." I'm glad they at least told us the format. Oh, BT Dubs. Yeah. Now it still went into effect today. Which, yeah, I feel like uh, okay when when they did the thing before where they're like surprise bannings they're today, and we all went. Could you, could you maybe give us a little warning or a little lag between yeah. they decided that what we meant by that was to tell us on Friday that there's going to be an announcement, but still make it go into effect immediately. I feel like they missed. They missed. 
They took aim. They missed. Yeah, I think... Uh, had they told us on Friday, by the way, there's banning going to happen on <laughs> Monday. And then on Monday, they go, it's this card. It takes place tomorrow. Wednesday or something, yeah. Yeah, I think that would have been all right. Now, I don't know... I think since the last episode, I've unfollowed a whole mess of magic people because mm-hmm. on Twitter, because I don't care what most of them think about anything. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's fair. I don't know if anyone got caught with a deck that was suddenly not legal in between rounds this time. Like, I, like we talked <clears throat> about last time. I haven't seen anything, but I'm highly skeptical. Look, when they made the announcement on Friday, everybody's like, Oh yeah. Field of the dead. Yeah, which it's going to be Field of the Dead. Which it totally is. Yeah. It it's Field of the Dead. So many people called it. Like so many people called it. Yeah. It's not a subtle one. Yeah, and it says here while its overall win rate is rarely at the top, its matchups are extremely polarized. In particular, its high win rate against slower decks has made the format as a whole lean more toward aggressive strategies. Hmm. This effect... This is the trippy part. This effect scales with the ubiquity of the Field of the Dead decks. And recent sets have given the deck several powerful additions, including Cultivate, Explore, and most recently, Hour of Promise. Yeah. For those of you paying attention, it is Band and Standard, Band and Pioneer, and now, banned and historic. Yep. <clears throat> I do like that uh, on this particular one, though, they didn't even bother with suspension. Because, you know, that's a thing that they can do. The, 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 it's technically not a ban. We're just... It's a ban, but it's not. we're not calling it a ban. But this time, mm, no. No, no, no. Just... Yeah. You're gone. But to, just to finish this up, as a result of this, the powerful additions... We have seen both the popularity and win rate of Field of the Dead decks steadily climb, and it is currently one of the most played best of one decks, and by far the most popular best of three deck. That addition of by far makes me really curious what the numbers are, but they're not going to tell you. And they also say that we feel this trend is unlikely to change, and it's not going to be a healthy part of the format anytime soon, so suspension is the wrong approach. So they took it out back and, I mean, they sent it to the farm upstate. You mean the field upstate? Ooh. (laughs) But it's field of the, ooh. Yeah. So there you go. No more, uh, no more field of the dead. Anywhere on arena? I think that's accurate. I mean, Arena only has standard and uh, historic with bits of Pioneer thrown in. Yeah. So, yeah. Excuse me. So, there you go. That's that. Now, weirdly, these days anyway, all the rest of the news is just products? Yeah. Which is... Mostly products and formats. Which is... kind of obnoxious well, i mean never-ending preview season has merged with never-ending we can make a product suddenly appear season he's not wrong 
These are so, less seasons and more climates. It's just what, <laughs> where we are and where we have that. She's not wrong. That's, that's pretty good. That's a very good point. So, for instance, out of nowhere, uh, a f- I don't actually remember when this was. A few days ago, they dropped a secret layer. To my knowledge, without warning. Uh, yeah, I believe that is the case. There was no hype. There was no build-up. It was just like, boom, buy these slimes. And it was uh, prime slime. Get it? Like prime time, but with slime? Huh. Oh, it's a primordial titan deck. I love those. Right? I hate you. <clears throat> and it featured acidic slime, scavenging ooze, void slime, which is a cheat, and the mimeoplasm. All with art by the Wizard of Barge. Who has a very distinct art style. Uh, their style's not really one that I vibe with. Yeah, me either. It's very... what it had. Oh, crap. Bill, what did you say before? It's very bottom of skateboards from the 90s. Yeah, it's like all of the kind of stuff that would wander into um, Pogs, bottoms of skateboards... That one acid trip sequence in the Beavis and Butthead movie, um, all the rest of Beavis and Butthead, uh, pretty much anything that was supposed to be edgy and targeting 13-year-olds in 1993. Like, and like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's an aesthetic. It's just not mine. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure this is for someone. It's not for me. Yeah, I also didn't like, uh, like Adventure Time and Regular Show, which is like this sort of art, but scaled back a little. Less yeah. intense. Yeah. It's just, it's just not for me. But. And if this is your jam, <clears throat> I hope you bought it because it's not available anymore. It's true. Wait. One, two, three. I only rattled off four earlier, but I've just found five. Necroticus, Acidic Slime, Scavenging Ooze, the Mimeoplasm, and Void Slime. I think Necroticus was not on that first picture. Excuse uh, me, I missed one. So yeah, I don't know why. Like I said, there was no hype. It just appeared. Boom! Here's this new secret layer. Buy it now. Buy it now. 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 Oh, you missed it. I mean, I know yeah. why they did that. It's because they're counting on the FOMO for people to go ah and buy it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is FOMO the product. And this is FOMO for those that don't know is the fear of missing out, yep. which is what secret layers prey heavily on in order to separate you from your money. But it's the kind of thing that works on me when I want the product. I just thankfully don't want the product. True. But then, just a few days later, they started promoting the Every Dog Has Its Day uh, secret layer, which apparently goes on sale tomorrow sometime. Yeah. But... Like, we've known about this for a few days, but it's not out yet. And I don't know the difference. Like, why suddenly this one gets hype, but the other one didn't? Is it because this one has cute puppies? Like, I guess it's that they wanted to give us time to realize there's a regular version and a foil version so that we can crazily buy both. Or, I guess. Or they were supposed to announce slimes last week and somebody forgot. 
You know, ordinarily I'd say I don't see that happening, but Wizards of the Coast has not exactly been up on things in the last I'm just saying it's year. plausible, right? <clears throat> I I think it was a test. I think it was legitimately a oh. test. <clears throat> that is not a bad theory, honestly. Like they wanted to see what would happen if they just dropped something with no notice and how much people would buy things just on impulse. Yeah. Yeah. But then this one, they're banking on people to go, oh, how cute, and dish out the money. Yeah. So this one is four cards. Uh, again, it's foil or non-foil for either 30 or 40 bucks. And you get... Uh... Whoop. Come on, show me the individual arts. So you get Ancient Grudge with dog barking at its reflection. You get Dig Through Time. Cute. With a dog digging down in between some runestones of some sort, and probably digging through time. Uh, you get Lightning Greaves, which shows a dog gnawing on some Lightning Greaves. And then you get Rest in Peace, which the shows a dead dog. I don't think that's what that is. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I kidding. Say, I, don't, I don't think the dog is supposed to be dead. No, no, it's a dog just laying in the sun all happy. But yeah, it, It's a dog astral projecting. But given the name uh, and yeah, the other I'm, depictions of sure. this yeah. card, I feel there the was a discussion way. in the Discord server. It's like, wow, that card's going to make me sad every time I see it. And I went, why? And I looked at it and I went, oh, it's a dead dog. Which it's obviously not a dead dog. The flavor text even says it's not a dead dog. But it's a dead dog. My my other guess is that the um the slime one is going to cater to a specific audience of people that exactly like that art. And I would wager that audience is a lot smaller than the audience of people that would like to buy dog cards. Oh yeah. That will arrive before Christmas. <clears throat> uh, this is the a fair in, in theory. Yeah. Estimated shipping date thirty first October to fifteenth December. Meaning aiming for that stock and stuffer. Yeah, although I think there are several older ones that people still don't have, so... Yeah. It's important that you convince people there's a chance they'll get it before Christmas. That's how you impulse buy for others. It's it's true. Oh, these don't show the foils on those individual cards. Okay. But yeah, so you can get the uh, foil one is 40 bucks, the non-foil one is 30 bucks... Yeah. Yay. Cute dog art, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Like, cuteness doesn't affect me when it's a money grab. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care how adorable the art is. It doesn't change my opinion on how bad secret layers are. So. I appreciate these things inevitably making their way into desktop wallpapers and phone wallpapers, which is where they should be. That is accurate. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, other new products that have been announced. We've got the Commander Legends. There's a sneak peek here that Gavin wrote. And I'm not going to lie, I have not looked at this at all. <laughs> I legitimately do not care about this product. So, I, I get, we'll put a link to it in the uh, show notes. But if you care about this sort of thing, you probably know about this already. But it's the next... Like, Commander Legends is the, uh... 
like the limited centric commander product that they talked about yeah. Yeah. some number of forevers ago. And let's see. Got some weird duels in it. There's there's the draft is three twenty card booster packs. <laughs> also hiccups. And they hurt. Oh. Whew, okay. <laughs> oh look, I'm hiccuping, yeah. close the sneezing, Bill, yeah, vomit. <laughs> Or, uh, fart quietly. (laughs) (laughs) For you people listening in audio form, he turned his camera off before he did that because he's classy. He is classy. I think he was out the entire time. (laughs) Now I need water for some reason. Oh, Lord. Hey, God. Don't start that now. But yeah, you, uh, you're building 60 card decks. You're taking two cards at a time. And there are partners. Like, a whole lot of partners. Like, look, here's Baron Singer. Well, Singer the Dark Baron. (laughs) Classy. I'm sure that's going to be great in other languages. I don't get it. Just that you have Baron Singer and Singer the Dark Baron. I'm sure there's going to be at least uh, one language where that's a mess. Probably. But yeah, he has partner. Did he bring a friend? And there are... Uh, there's actually an alternate art promo of Singer the Dark Baron you can get. Uh, there... Does anyone know off the top of their head how many new partners there are? Someone said... Oh, wait. Someone said it in my Discord server. Oh, here we go. It's right here on the page. 41 brand new partners. All of them monocolor. That's an odd number. Yeah. Including this one, the Prismatic Piper, which is uh, colorless, but it's... uh, if it's your commander, you choose a color before the game begins, and it is the chosen color. So you can have whatever extra color identity you want. So that's actually pretty neat when it comes to drafting. Yeah. But And of course, because it wouldn't be a new magic set without a billion different kinds of boosters, uh, you've got... Uh, Collector boosters in Commander Legends, of course, with the different treatments and borderless art and all of that, and special frames, and a new foil process called Foil Etched, which, again, I saw someone in the Discord server, I think it was in the Discord server, it might have been on Twitter, say, I wonder if these curl in a different direction, and that made me happy. (laughs) I'm hoping it's an escape curl. Rather than ah. just a curve. I wanted to actually sort of make a sine wave. That'd be pretty good. That way you can tell which um, foil it is, even when you're playing with other curved foils. And you can... So uh, extra edge. You can use two of them to make a trogdor. I mean, I hope so. Because all you need fine. is an S and a more different S. True. Consummate. Um, yeah. 
that's a thing. Oh, and also, apparently, in Commander Legends collector boosters, they've gone back in time and grabbed 32 popular legendary creatures not otherwise in Commander Legends and put them in this frame. So yet another way to entice people to buy. Sure. You can tell we're going back to Zendikar this year, everyone. This is the Zendikar trick. I mean, that's just become what Wizards does yeah. these days, so... I just think whenever it's like, and here's some old stuff that's also cool that we're going to throw in there. I associate with that Zendikar, or I associate that with Zendikar, even though they do it differently each time. But the latest iteration. So wait. So does that mean that these 32 Legends, it says they're not otherwise in Commander Legends, are they actually only in the Collector Boosters? Is that right? I think that's the only way uh, I yeah, can Wow, that's filthy. It's that stuff that makes clues angry. Yes. Yes, it is. Do we want so, to talk about the weird lands? Yeah, we should probably talk about the weird lands. All right. Did, did you not see the one more thing down at the I bottom? didn't care. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. All right. So enemy crowd. What's a crowd land? So these are your standard, you know, non-types makes two colors lands that come in tapped unless a condition. And the condition here is unless you have ah. two or more opponents. So, for group magic, these are duels. Oh, enters the battlefield tapped unless you have two or more opponents. Okay. The other ones were in Battle Bond. Thank you, uh, Agu. Okay. Yeah. Chat room. I'm like, I know these are from somewhere, but it is not coming to me. Yeah. Battle Bond makes the most sense since that was the, the two headed giant yeah. set. Enemy colors. Yeah. So, we've got the enemy colored Crowdlands, which is. Cool, yeah. I, I like when they give mana fixing that's mostly used outside of competitive, so you can actually get your hands on it. Yeah. And... Yeah. There you go. Uh, now, if you want to listen to people gush about this, there are any number of commander creators out there who are lapping this crap up. Yep. <laughs> We are not those people. Apologies. We are much more on the cynical side these days. It's true. Uh, speaking of Commander things, they've also revealed what's in Commander Collection Green. You remember those? They're they're going to do Commander Collection things, which are like, what, eight cards? Yeah, eight reprinted cards yeah. themed to one color. So we've got Green, which has a really pretty box freight cards uh it has bane of progress what is that from i don't remember when it enters the battlefield destroy all artifacts and enchantments put a plus one plus one counter for each permanent destroyed this way chat what's that from oh i is it commander thing it's from a commander set? Oh, okay. That might be why it looks I know familiar. I've seen it before. I'm just like, I can't place it. I, I can't either, and it's killing me. But I don't want to look it up. Yeah. So we've got Bane of Progress, Command Tower, and Soul Ring. Uh, Lee's Lanowar's Fury, which is pretty cool to see her reprinted. Omnath, yeah. Locus of Mana. That's the first Omnath. Seedborn Muse. Nice. Sylvan. What? 
Ice. I, I love Seaborn Muse. You're a monster. Uh, Sylvan Library, which is awesome. And Worldly Tutor. Yeah, like, my first really, really janky group game deck um, was essentially a Seedborn Muse deck with um, Teferi. So every turn was my turn. <laughs> wow. It I was very fragile. Talk to you anymore. It was very, very fragile, and it never really did much, but it was fun the one or two times it happened. Well, it did something. It ended friendships is what it did. I mean, it's true. I, I have not played with uh, Mike in a very long time. He was really good at beating it, though, because unlike everyone else in the playgroup, Mike ran removal like a jerk. What? <laughs> All my big five mana fragile creatures. He just kept killing them for like two mana. It's messed up. What a dick. It's like he didn't even care. That's why I don't play magic with that guy anymore. Oh, wait, no, it's because of the plague. Right, right. So let's see. This will be at your local store beginning December 4th, 2020. Uh, You can get it in regular edition or in premium edition where they're all foil. I I really hate when they put in screen caps of the foil versions of cards. It just makes them look awful. It does. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. They're like, we need you to understand that they're foil. And by understand that they're foil, we mean spill Kool-Aid on them. Yeah. Uh, do we have any kinds of guesses as to what this will cost since they don't do MSRP anymore? Uh, no. An arm okay. and a leg? I don't know. Great. Uh, let's see here. Apparently, the premium edition will only be going to WPN premium stores. So there's that. Um, and according to the Manipool Discord server, and I, th- there's nothing about that here, I don't know if this has anything to do with uh, like Twitter conversations or Reddit things or whatever, but people were saying that Command Tower and Soul Ring are going to be in all of the different colored Commander collections. And I was like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I was like, well, then that means it's not eight cards; it's six cards, and then two cards that you already have a crap load of. I mean, that's what they did when they rolled out the very, very first commander decks. They just and, included those in all of them. Well, the soul but ring like, was the command tower didn't come till later. But I think it's. True? I thought that was in the original one. Was it? That doesn't sound. I right. think it was command tower and soul ring and like lightning greaves or something were in all of them. Because it was just the cards they expected everyone. I could be entirely wrong. Like this is forever ago, but I feel like it was in the first one. I feel like that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like it oh. was the first card printed for Commander. Yeah, and it's been in like all of them. I'm pretty sure, literally one in every deck that they've ever uh made for Commander. Yeah, it's the right place to print it. Yeah, like it's, it's always good. But that also means that if you buy any of those, you've already got command towers. I have like 30 of these. Like, I just bought a bulk of them at the beginning so that I didn't have to keep moving them between my commander decks because it's just an auto-include in whatever your commander deck is if it's not monocolor. Yeah. Oops. So, yeah. uh, I guess each one will probably have different art 
to go yeah, with probably. the Commander collection you're in. And again, that's not here. This could be entirely unsubstantiated. I I don't know myself. Yeah. It just seems kind of shady. When you're only getting eight cards, that feels like a step back. When 75% of the cards are not <laughs> even the color we're talking about. You mean 20, 25%? Yes, I, I math that exactly backwards. <laughs> Correct. But yeah, based on the art of Soul Ring being obviously green, yeah, and the flavor text being like the forest, I'm pretty sure they're just going to swap those out. They'll probably get a command tower with the color of whatever too. So that would make sense. Yeah. But hey, we'll find out more in the future, and also it'll cost more than I expect. Yeah. Does anyone have any idea, chat, what these are supposed to cost? I've seen the internet speculating, but I haven't seen actual prices. What is, what's the speculation been? Did you pay uh, any attention? 150 bucks was the first one I found. Jesus! I think they were going off of the price of some of the cards in it. But, again, internet, mass speculation. Who knows? I don't, I don't know that I think that's accurate. Maybe they're thinking about the foil version. Maybe? My concept of how much magic things cost is completely shot at this point. So, I don't even know how to guess. <laughs> Al said, I'm throwing out seventy four ninety nine. Is that is that just because? It's probably just because. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's totally fair. just because. It's it's what uh, Ozzy would sing Shot in the Dark at. <clears throat> I don't know. This uh, In non-foil, this feels like a $45 product to me. And in foil, it feels like 60. That's my call. Fair enough. I feel like this is a secret layer with some extra cards on it. Without the FOMO thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was a BNR update. Uh, to give me your money. Sneak peek at a new commander-centric thing, which ever since Wizards... This is a conversation we've had on uh, the Mana Pool, but ever since Wizards started, like, making things for Commander, Commander's gotten kind of samey. I think it became less interesting when you started working with things that were just optimized for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could just be me being critical, because also it was way easier to find people to play it, so maybe it got more tiresome. But finding, that like, a weird old card that. that no one cared about that is suddenly interesting because it's these three colors was a lot of the fun for me. Yeah. Um, whereas now it's like, oh, this is designed for Commander. It's really good at Commander. It's probably better than random legendary card that you found in an old set. Yep. But, but like, And also, um, just to rewind very quickly i think jay spencer's right it it would be a better comparison to say that was like commander spellbook um i I think that was accurate what when i'd said that it was like yeah no not you just don't just drop a link in the chat give us the proper information because i'm not going to click on it and throw it up on the screen okay well i i clicked on it for you and so this is from uh, a random game store in canada uh 70 dollars non-foil 135 
foil. But I think if this is in Canada, those are Canadian dollars. Yeah, it's Canadian dollars. Which at current exchange rate is something. I don't actually have any idea what the exchange rate is. I don't actually know right now either. It's $52 for the bottom end and 135 gets us to one. So, yeah. Okay. So if you're in Canada, you might have a prize. But yeah, I think yeah, I think that now that they're aiming so heavily at Commander and have been doing so for a while now, it's lost a little bit of that magic, but on the same note, I don't blame them at all. Like, also, another thing we talked about on the Mana Pool is we don't do story circles anymore. Where we used to pick a commander from a, a, the new set like at random mm-hmm. and then just build a deck around it. But so many of the legendary creatures, because they're designing with commander in mind, are just do a thing, draw a card. Yeah. Whenever you draw a card, draw a card. Whenever you do this obvious thing, draw a card. And it's not any fun to build around because it's, all right, when you play an enchantment, draw a card, I guess put it in a deck with enchantments. Woo. Like, there's no art there. Yeah. I liked the, I think for me, the height of not commander-focused cards that still kind of work for commander were the guild leaders and the first two Ravnica sets, like actual Ravnica and then return to Ravnica. I think most of those played pretty well with their cards. And all of the random two and three colored things in like Alara block or even um, Lorwyn block, like those eras had a nice mix of keywords thrown around on some cards, but it wasn't clearly geared towards that. Exactly. So, yeah, I. That's why. Not just because of all my usual reasons to uh, here lately, anyway, to be dis, uh, disgusted with Wizards of the Coast, but like I lost interest in their commander stuff probably a few years ago now because it all started to feel the same all the time. They're like, we're catering to commander people, which means printing just ridiculous commanders that are incredibly generic but powerful. Yeah, it just doesn't. Eh. Doesn't do anything I for, think me for me. For me, it was about the time they started adding keywords that only did things in Commander. And I'm like, oh, okay. It, yeah, it that was felt... neat for a while, but eventually, yeah. It, it, it kind of felt the same way that Plane Chase felt for me. For well, now I'm playing this other game. It was like it was just enough of a jump that it felt like I was playing a different game. But I can I see also that. Just got tired of playing games that went for four hours, so I also played less Commander. <laughs> but there's that too, if I'm being fair. Yeah. All right. right. So there's one more thing that isn't uh, product related, but it's it's still a new thing that Wizards is doing. And it's Supreme Draft. Oh yeah. Hey, I I I saw that this was announced, but I know absolutely nothing about it. So I'm hoping one of you guys can explain to me live on air what the hell is this. Okay. It's clean. Yeah, so you know how in draft, you open a pack, and you Uh look at it, and you try to find the best card. Then you pick it. I mean, in theory, I try and find the best red card. Yeah, Yes, I mean, which hopefully is the same. Sure. Um, Yeah, so you open it up, you look at the cool card, you set it down, you pass it over to the left first, because you're not a savage. Yeah. Um, And then you get another pack, and it's got all of them minus one card. Right, yeah. If you're not messing this up. And then this repeats 
Well, yeah. what if you just were a baller and every time you opened a pack and took out a card, threw the rest of the pack away and then picked up a brand new pack for your second pick? Yeah. So every pick is a new pack? Yeah. Yeah. You pick so... two cards out of a pack, then the rest of it goes off into the void because this is an online format. So every pick is pick one pack X. Yeah, every yeah everything is huh. one and two out of each pack, and you're going to go through I think eighteen packs. Wait, I'm sorry, one and two. Yeah, you pick yeah, two you cards. Pick two at a card. You pick two, two at a time. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like you crack open a pack and you go, oh, I like this card. Oh, I like this card too. Let's not debate about it. Keep them both. Yeah. Throw the rest away. New one. Yep. Yeah. And you're not passing anything oh. downstream because it they don't go to another human being. Well, that is. One. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. It's the kind of thing you can only do online. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> or if you're is, rich. But. Oh, well, yeah. This is design space that you couldn't really explore in paper. And I was going to say it it breaks the draft environment because you can't get draft cues by what people are, are taking. But online, you don't get that anyway. Um. So online you could sort of pick up on cues based on like the cards that you're getting from upstream and downstream this gets rid of that entirely like that's gone but the this also means that you don't need to be sitting there waiting to pick your next card you don't need to be there with other human beings you can just do this at your own speed and then play you know i actually kind of like this i mean if for if for no other reason you don't have the like it's pick six and I already took the crap I wanted. There's like right. nothing here anymore. Yeah. And every so I'll take time these garbage get... blue cards that I'm not going to run anyway. Yeah. So that, well, it also gets rid of picking things. So you don't have to play against them. Right. It's irrelevant. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be um, 18 packs where you pick two. So you'll have 36 cards by the end of the process. And as many, you know, basics as you want to add to make a 40 card deck. So you're probably getting a really powerful deck. And so is everyone else. And I think this is the weird middle ground between like drafting and cube drafting. A little bit of a sealed feel to it. Because like if your opening pack is garbage, you've got 17 more chances for it to not be garbage. So I think this is cool. This is actually neat. Okay. I, yeah. I am genuinely impressed. This is, this and, is nifty. Uh, eventually, they're going to have three different ways to do it. They're going to have uh, using a single set so you get something really tight. Uh, you're going to have a small cluster of, a cluster of thematically linked sets. So it'll be, it says, a cross between block constructed... And a deck you might build for a new Magic player out of a handful of stuff that they just bought. And then you're going to be doing Chaos Draft, where you get 18 different sets for each, uh, like one different set for each pack. And you just have this giant mess that is ridiculously overpowered. I think this is cool. I think this is a good way to leverage Magic Online and the giant history of magic cards that exist and to never have to worry about well i said if you do the chaos one you will never get the same deck twice be really really hard yeah um if you're doing the small set ones yeah you're probably getting the same deck like 30 times because you can just pick for it but um 
I think that's really neat. I think that's a good idea. Um, I think it's cool. And I, I, I still don't want to play Magic Online, but I think if I was gonna, this is the only thing I would do. Yeah, and they're the first time they do this, it's going to be the Ravnik Stravaganza. So it's going to be the eight Ravnica sets that you draft from. Yeah. Which is All something. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, they're going, it looks like they're going to be doing uh, Just Modern Horizons. Sure. Which is another of those, what? Just sounds completely uh, uh, ridiculously overpowered. Yeah. But I, I think that's neat. I think it's also just fun to... The idea that you're going into a draft and you don't just get to autopilot after you make your first few picks, which was usually a thing that happened. Like, if you're if things are going well, then you kind of know your colors and you're really just looking for specific stuff and hoping for the best. But, like... What if you open something completely bonkers in pack three? Do you scrap what you did in packs one and two? Do you go into that? Who knows? Choices. Um, and, it, and it should probably be pointed out these are phantom drafts. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you you can't money pick this. You're not yeah. keeping the cards. Um, otherwise, it would be decision paralysis because every person playing would just keep up a price thing <laughs> and just go down that, um, which would be terrible. But I do appreciate the fact that you can do this entirely on your own. You don't need to be in time with people. You don't have to worry about it timing out and losing your stuff. Like, you do this on your own time, and then you get paired against other people that do it on their own time. And that's nicer for grown-ups and for people that are busy and for every other reason. So Yeah, if anyone does, uh, uh, in Hearthstone, the Arena, which is their form of limited, like, you can open up... The way Arena in Hearthstone works is it shows you three cards, and you pick one. And then it's just three more cards and you pick one. But since this is all completely untimed, I actually stopped in the middle of a uh, uh, of an arena draft one time and then forgot about it for like a week. And then went, wait, I had a really good deck I was building. How did I do with that? And I opened it up and I never finished the draft. Oh, so I finished the draft. And then I think I went like three and three because I suck at arena in uh, Hearthstone. <laughs> but... Hopefully that's how this will work. Since it's a, a solo draft, you won't have to... Like, you can get up and go answer the phone and uh, put the baby back to sleep and all of that and then sit back down and finish your draft. I can't imagine this would be timed, right? Like, that just sounds ridiculous. Yeah. And pointless. I... I also appreciate that they have this little aside box under Supreme Launch, just reminding you, in case you're curious, that you could totally just do this with real cards if you just buy a box. You just buy enough of them, you can do it. Just buy a box, 18 packs each, two person. You can do this. It'll be fine. Just, just buy a box. <laughs> I just find that funny. It would be better if they ended with a link to find your local game store to buy a box. Yeah. But I, I think this is neat. I also appreciate the fact that um, in practice, 
whoever is just running all rares is going to lose to someone who runs a whole bunch of uncommons. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that's actually something that people should really learn for any kind of drafting. But here, when there's always a rare in the pack, it's really going to challenge that discipline. And that's so great. the Ravnica Supreme Draft goes from August 26th until September 2nd, and the Modern Horizons Supreme Draft goes September 2nd until September 9th. So each one only lasts a week, sadly. Yeah. They said they're going to do... Because of the timing of the launch immediately following a traditional Chaos Draft, they're going to wait to run the Chaos Supreme Draft until later in the year. It's as likely that means early November. Yeah. And, so um, if you were like, wait, I, what about the 18 different? They're they're working on it. They just don't want to do it right after doing the Chaos Draft event. Yeah. And, um, but like the chat's saying right now, um, I think this could actually just become a go-to format for people that are running cubes um, in person. Because you've also sped up the draft process in some ways. Um, but only try that if everyone in the group is familiar with most of the cards in your cube. Do not want to hand someone a fresh pack of cards they don't know every time. Also, like your cube has to be bigger. way bigger than normal for this, right? Uh, presumably. I mean, I guess if it's Jesus. 18 packs of cards a person. It would yeah. probably have to be really big, but I could also see it being one of those things where you could literally just shuffle the giant piles back in. That is a good point, actually. Like it's not like it's like, oh no, only leftovers when it's a cube. Um, that That is true, yeah. I think that could be a neat alternate way to do it. but Or yeah, like you can just take more cards back. Um, I just, again, when it comes to cube, you have to make sure that everyone's relatively familiar with the cards that you're using. Or the amount of reading they're going to do with each pick is going to be miserable. <laughs> oh, that'd be horrible. But hey, that's neat. I think this is a cool idea. I think it's a good use of Magic Online. It and is. digital cards. Like This is the kind of stuff that I like about Phantom. The same way that Digital Cube is a good idea. Stuff yeah. where you don't have to worry about the value of the cards and you just get to play with a bunch of cool stuff. So, Kudos to the team for that. Yeah, so this is really cool for... One, being awesome. Like, I really like this idea. Uh, it's good for bringing people back to Magic Online. This is totally a draw mm-hmm. to go back to Magic Online. Like, straight up. And also giving Magic Online yet another excuse to cling to life. Yeah. One of the main advantages of Magic Online over Arena is the card pool and how much bigger it is. And this is a great way to leverage that. Yeah, someone in the Discord server was like, why wouldn't they put this on Arena? And I said, because there's only a few sets on Arena compared to Magic Online. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think doing just the sets that are on Arena Supreme Draft would actually be kind of samey. Yeah, I think that would run through its space a lot faster. Yeah. So there you go. I, I think this is awesome. What do you think, Clues? I think it's neat. I really do. This is great. I mean, this kind of uh, design space that only works 
on on uh, this kind of a platform. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Or you could buy a box. Or you could you could <laughs> buy a box. It's like when you read that baller stage of your magic career where you spend a hundred dollars for three rounds. I mean, how many were? How much were some of the collectors boosters for the whatever the last big money thing was? Weren't they like hundred dollar oh. boosters? Yeah, like the blank masters or whatever. Yeah, that's oh, the true. VIP boosters. That's what they were called. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one more thing that we need to do this episode, and that is sign off. No, before that. Okay. Uh, today, the Zendikar Rising teaser trailer dropped because, of course, it did. Well, never-ending preview season. I've been saying, making that joke for years because it's not a joke anymore. It's true. So I figured none of us have actually watched it. Nope. So I figured we would watch it live on the air right here for all of you guys. Okay. Let's watch Chewie get demonetized. Uh, should, we, should we put a link in the chat to anyone in chat who wants to sync up and do this with us? Well, I, I mean, it's going to be on the it's going to be on, oh, the, it's screen. Going to be on the screen. Oh, I keep yeah. forgetting they can see what you see. I, I don't. I don't. So, okay. Uh-huh. Although, what did that do? Whoa. You know That's what? I'm putting Link in chat anyway. Look at this. Look at this. What? Just no, don't bang. play. Don't play. There we go. What have you done? So, the way I have this cropped, it's going to cut off some of this, and I don't know how to fix that. Aha. See, that's why I should put it in chat. I did. like the aspect ratio so whatever yeah if you guys want to watch it feel free so here we go everybody at zero yep. yeah man all right then so we're gonna count it down three two one go oh crap my quality's still on 140 born in a spark forged by betrayal Okay, that's very pretty. And silence. Oh no! No, oh, jeez. I will fulfill my destiny. My density. Zendikar will rise. Uh. Zendikar, you're growing stuff back there. Zendikar. There's your problem. Your Zendikar is always broken and under attack at all times. Wait, okay. that was it? So, who was our narrator? Uh, I think it was supposed to be... Uh, uh, crap. The Is it, is it Nahiri? That's the one, thank you. Probably. Okay. She is known for her uh, anger. I was, I was gonna say, I don't... I don't want to seem mean or anything, but... Nahiri's crazy. Yes. Like, A little bit, yeah. Like full on crazy, like trap you in a wall, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. So we've got we've got a pretty flower, and then yeah. we've got rocks growing, as they do. Which, if it is Nahiri, she is a lithomancer. And that appears to be that's that's all that's going on here. 
I do like all of the broken down hedrons uh, just sort of laying around. Yeah. That's a you neat want... touch. That's how you know you're on Dendigar. Or somebody has earthbending. That's a good point. It could be Toph. Have we considered that it might be Toph? Uh, I'm pretty sure Toph would not screw around. Because if, if they do the tie-in and it is Toph, I will buy this product. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that um, if it were Toph, we would not have 47 seconds of very little happening. I think something would have blown up way earlier. Yeah, that's a fair point. Fair point. But yeah, I don't know. This is actually pretty low key by the standards of magic trailers. Yeah, I I expected more, honestly. We didn't even get a cover of a 2000 song this time. Well, this was just the teaser. We don't get the covers until the, the the big trailers. Uh, all right, who wants to take guesses on what the cover song is going to be? Okay, hang on. Uh, closer by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> All right. All right. There's a first yes. Nice. Nice. Excellent. Appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to break Chewy. It just it popped into my head and I'm like, I've got to. I've got to. a good one. I like that. Okay. Um. You're going to need a minute. By the way, this is the only reason that they keep me on the show is like once every like 12 episodes, I do this to Chewy. <sighs> That's fair. Oh, God. Oh, man. What's the sound effect they use for I want to, you like an animal? Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. What, what does landfall sound like? <laughs> oh, man. They're just going to dig out the old D&D arcade game and just go, whoa, whoa, welcome to the D&D world. Oh, that was good. Right, I'm going to give it to um, Pink Floyd's The Wall. That's weird. Entirely for bad jokes involving um, poor Soren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I see what you did there. Because all in all, he's just a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I was thinking something by the cure. <laughs> Ooh, maybe uh, I can't remember the name of the song. The one that was on the Crow soundtrack. Oh wow, burn! Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so we're going to have these theories, and later it's just going to be like, Baby Got Back, and we'll all laugh, and then we'll move on with our lives. I remember the last one wasn't a cover. It was just Bad Reputation. Yeah, that's true. As they slowly get more budget. (laughs) (sighs) Well, this is the level of speculation we're at, because all we have is a flower and presumably Angli Nahiri, and it turns out Zendikar is still an unstable mass of floating rocks. It's not even new. Every night I burn. Oh, it's clues. It's about you. Uh, yeah, apparently. So, should we wrap this up before you melt? Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be pleasant. Yeah, we should probably do that. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, so 
You can allegedly find me on Twitter at SqueeGoblinAbob. There's no I in Goblin because it's been tweeting about as much as I have lately. Um, I have been crazy work busy and split attention and not tweeting a whole lot. That's entirely on me. Um, but I, aside from being work busy, um, I'll note that I recently finished Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it finished. So the show oh, yeah, I've still got the new season to watch. It's true. Um, they, they did the finale like a week and a half ago. Oh, uh, how, how was it? I liked it. Oh, it was fun. Nice. Um, so, like, that was neat. I, I think it was really the most fun season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in a while. So I'll give it the fun descriptor. Um, so that was cool. And I feel like I've watched other stuff lately, but I'm not really remembering what I watched in a little bit. Um. I finished the most recent season of Westworld, which is just a different show now. Like, it's just a sci-fi show now. Like, entirely. And I feel like it had something cool going for about half of it, and then the other half of it just became an entirely different thing than everything else. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, didn't quite stick the landing on that one, but here we are in mystery box shows. So, not really a shocker. Um... Yeah, that's really about it. Like, I haven't had a lot of time for other stuff, but, um, yeah. Oh, I, I powered through audiobooks. I did get through some of that, so, like, that's fun. Um, I think I said it last time, but, like, if you're a Dresden Files book reader, just wait until the other one comes out, um, because the one that was released about, I don't know, earlier this month, was really the first half of two, so you might as well get the other half in October. Um, yeah, and in terms of anime, I watched Recreators, which was a lot of fun. Um, I enjoyed Recreators a lot. That was on Amazon. So, if you like the reverse of, instead of you get trapped in a fantasy world where everyone likes you, it's everything that's, like, things that people have created, like, you know, fictional characters are brought to this world and they're mostly pissed off at the people that made their lives miserable. And it's a much better premise. So if you, if you get very obvious stand-ins for existing anime, manga and video game characters showing up and realizing that their lives are misery entirely because it's entertaining to us, see how they feel about us. It's violent. Enjoy. Um, you can find that on Amazon. So that's about it for me. Um, I will now give it to clues. All right. Uh, hey, um, if you want to hear more from me, I'm on the Twitters more than I should be, more than anyone should be, quite frankly. Maybe stop doing that. Don't, I guess, don't go there. Hey, uh, important, important thing. Uh, it is currently August the 24th as we record this. You should vote in November. So you should check on your voter registration now. You should make sure you're registered to vote, have a plan for how you're going to vote whether it's going to be in person or via mail-in ballot or what, but just have a plan. Don't, don't go into this one. Uh, don't go into this one without a plan is what I'll say. That's what I'll say. It's very important. Yeah. It's very important. Look up like, the options in your area. It's quite possible you can get an absentee ballot and then drop it off somewhere if you don't want to deal with the mail. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's like seri- but seriously, just we, we need you to do this. Everybody needs you to do this. You should vote. Don't don't let anyone stop you. You should vote. There you go. Uh, other things. Let's see now. In my spare time, I 
think by the last time we were recording, I was already playing Ghosts of Tsushima, but I don't know. I think you if mentioned I, it. If I wasn't, it's a fantastic game. Uh, I was still playing it, but I haven't played it in like a week because I'd just been too busy because classes started up. Oh, yeah. And classes started up in in person because it's it's a terrible idea. An absolutely terrible idea. If you have the option to attend classes not in person, that's what you should be doing. Like, seriously, that's what you should be doing. Uh, and that's uh, that's it for me, I think. Uh, yeah. So, should we take it away? Uh, there's a question in chat uh, about a piece of news. Uh, and real quick, ACD distribution, or a, was that what they're called? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is not, uh, no longer distributing for Wizards. And we had an article about it that apparently something happened in 2018 and due to legal shenanigans, they were still distributing for Watsi up until earlier this month. And we read it and we said, that doesn't make any sense. And we reread it and we said, doesn't make any sense. So we didn't put it on the show. So yeah, we don't want to throw a bunch of uninformed conjecture at you as news. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't understand it. But the news is ACD distribution is no longer, uh, a licensed distributor or whatever for Wizards of the Coast products. As for why, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. Um. But let's see. What have I been up to? So I've got a couple of things in the works. I, I as as you might know, I gave myself a haircut, a, a quarantine haircut. Of uh, it's been a few weeks now. And I uh, need to, I'm still working on the video. I actually recorded a before and after sitting here. And then I did, I recorded all of myself actually doing it. And I've managed to get it all edited up. Uh, I'm just adding in background music now. And I'd spent, geez, like an hour and change doing that today. And I started to go cross-eyed. So it didn't get finished. But, like, I kept losing my place and going, wait, what what am I doing? I've been sitting here too long. But I think I have the music for what each thing's going to be picked out. And uh, I hope I've got it picked out because I spent, like, 45 minutes just on placing music today. So, Uh, yeah. So that'll that'll be going up once it gets done. No idea when. And the, the super secret project is still in the works. I keep... At the moment, I'm not doing anything. It's just rolling around in my head. But it's starting to crystallize, and I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about that. Uh, does anybody know, by chance, watching this, what are the rules or laws or etiquette for uh, getting footage from other YouTubers to use in for, like, a... As an example, because I I need footage from games that I have not played and have no access to and will not play. So do I like need to go ask people and be like, hey, I I don't know how that works at all. Well, um, yeah. So well, the reason that's saying this at all instead of just waiting is because I've seen a crapload of YouTubers just uploading other YouTuber streams and bits, and nothing is shutting them down. Well, I mean, so. there's a difference between doing it because there's no consequences and doing it and being a dick. So. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I just want to use, like, 
a, a few bits from various people's playthroughs of games that I am not going to play to illustrate a greater point. <clears throat> I would okay. ideally only need, I don't know, 10 or 15 or 20 seconds from any given video. And I don't know if I need to ask people that or if I need to just do it and, and make sure to give them credit. Like, I don't know what the rules are or what the etiquette is. I have no idea. So if anyone does, uh, that's watching this or listening to this, let me know. Cause I don't know these things. I've never done this before. So thank you. Uh, preferably not right here in the Twitch chat because once we're done, that's going to be gone. So yeah. Um, let's see what else. I'm on the last season of She-Ra. First four seasons were really good. Something about the way that the last season ended, the next to last, the fourth season ended. I don't want to start the last one for some reason. It ended and I went, really? Is that what we're doing? Hmm. And I I, I don't remember hearing anyone have that reaction, so it's probably just me. But I'm sure I'll watch it at some point because it's been really good this far and it's only 13 episodes. So, you know. Uh, I also, earlier today, started the last three episodes of the next to last season of Lucifer because I watched the first three seasons, like, monstered through them. And then about the midpoint of season four, I went, oh, and I never finished it. And it turns out I stopped with three episodes left. So since the newest season came out, I'm trying to get through those. And actually, the two I watched today were actually really good. So I think there was just a lull, and I stopped. I should have given it one more. But I didn't, because I'm dumb. So yeah, I've got one episode left in season four, and then I can start season five of that. So that's cool. And I'm, I'm watching a lot of movies. Just in general to try to get out of my own head honestly because <laughs> it's not the 2020 has not been easy on any of us and it's finally starting to catch up with me to the point where i find myself needing to distract myself a lot more than i used to so yeah that's nice <clears throat> on the gaming side of things let's see uh over the last week i've been putting up Shadowgate episodes uh, I'm still not done with Shadowgate, but I found all the end game stuff. <laughs> like in one video, I, I went into a room and there was the Warlock Lord. He's the big bad guy. And I went, I'm not supposed to be here. And <laughs> and then I went to a, a, a different place in another uh, video, uh, a couple videos later. And I found what looks to be one of the end game things. And I conjured up. Lackmere, and he was like, well, get on with it. And I'm like, I don't have any of that stuff yet. I'm sorry. And he goes, so, like, I, uh, <laughs> hmm. So I'm going to get back to that. I also played through Limbo. That'll start going up on YouTube as soon as I get around to it. Uh. Oh, and Hearthstone. I made it up to Diamond 2? Did I make it to Diamond 1? I think I did. I think I made it to Diamond 1 uh, on a ridiculous streak uh, a few a few nights ago. It was like 11, 11 and 1? 
And people are like, you're going to hit Legend. And I'm like, I bet I don't. I ended that stream at 14 and 9. And back down in Diamond 3. Because I had a just a ridiculous run to get up that high. And then my fortunes reversed themselves and I dropped like a rock. Oh, like a rock. <clears throat> so, yeah. That, that's what I've been doing on the gaming side of things. It's been, it's been kind of nice. I've been playing Dota Underlords again before they release the like the new season or the new characters and bring back old characters. Before they shake things up because it's still a lot of fun. So, yay. I tweeted Diamond 1. Okay, so yeah, I did make it to Diamond. I'm back at Diamond 1 now. I was playing with a sword rogue, a stealth sword rogue, for that run that ended up 14 and 9. Uh, and I started playing a Highlander Priest deck, and I'm back at Diamond 1, and I'm going to stop playing until the next time I stream it. <laughs> Just in case I do manage to make it to Legend, I want to be on stream when I do that for the first time, because I've never hit Legend. <gasps> for you non-Hearthstone people, uh, that's the equivalent of Mythic, I think. So I'm I'm at the highest you can get, and the next step is Legend. Which, like I said, is the equivalent to hitting Mythic in uh, Arena, I, I guess. So, and that's a thing I've never done before, so I'm very excited. Yay. <clears throat> so, yeah, with that, I'm going to stop now. So, hey, if you want to help support what I do with the streams and the, and the hiccups and the... <clears throat> Are we done? Thank you. With streams and the YouTube videos... And the podcast is, uh, I don't remember how I started this sentence because of the hiccups, but hey, go to patreon.com slash the mana pool and uh, uh, you can sign up to be a lifeguard where you can get early stuff and behind the scenes stuff and the sponsorship shout out. So hey, the sponsorship shout out goes to the Mythic Lifeguards. So let me think in a completely different order again. Uh, here we go. Putting these in a different order every episode is, is really breaking my brain. John Morris, Connor Kennedy, Al, Team You, Hellas, How Are You? And congrats on getting married, sir. Uh, the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine, Scuzzo, PJ McMullen, Beardy Man, John Parker. Mouse? There we go. What did I say? John Parker. John Parker. Backwards Logic, Jason Kaus, Casey, Jeff Spencer. Jake Jansen's Jason Doan. Hang on, I scrolled again. Andrew Hunt, Gothic Man, Kim Maho, Danny Liao, Lance Delicious, Cody Buckowing, ALK Alters, and Aleph Cat. Yay. Thank you all so very much. And to all of the lifeguards at every tier, because again, I quite literally could not do this without you. Now, remember when I get to the first draft, or the first video draft at least, of the Super Secret Project, it's going to be going up on YouTube so I can be like, hey, help what what do how do i improve this how do i make it better so you guys are gonna be the first line of chewy what in god's name is this crap so please please keep that in mind as it starts to crystallize i'm gonna start gathering footage and writing scripts and whatnot but not there yet yay i'm very excited about that like trying to learn to do something new is really sweet Especially when gestures at everything, everything sucks all the time. So, yeah. But with that, I guess we'll be done, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been episode 
696 of Monday Night Magic. Thank you all so very much for joining us, and uh, uh, go play Supreme Draft, I guess. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll go with that. <laughs>